Drop it. F U T. F U T. F F F U T. Hello, footies. Welcome along to your tri-weekly dose of FIFA Ultimate Team Podcasting. We are foot in review. It is Monday, December the 6th, and we're back with episode number 36 of our fourth season. That's episode number 357. Overall, my name is Dan Wimbush, and thank you very much to everyone who has taken the time to join us today, whether it's episode one or 357. We very much appreciate your support. However, there are a select few that go that extra mile and support us with their hard-earned cash via Patreon at patreon.com forward slash foot in review. And two of our listeners in particular go the extra, extra mile. That is recent ammo. They are our Skybox holders, the top tier of support. And as part of their package for doing so, they get a free coaching session every month from the team over at Team Foot Coaching, of course, the pioneers of this podcast and the driving force behind it, as well as lots of other goodies, including Discord access, where you can listen to the show being recorded live and join in with our very active, very vibrant community, of which I'm joined by two of those members today. First of all, he is the teddy bear. He is Grandpapa Mac. It's Chris. Chris, welcome along. Thanks for having me on tonight. Really looking forward to the show. I know there's lots of content to talk about, so cannot wait. Key piece of content that I want to get from you, first of all, before we go any further, what was the content of your advent calendar today? Uh, I had a Freddo in my advent calendar today, so I'm actually smiling about that. It's brought a smile on my face, as opposed to when I opened my Foot Hero pack and <laughs> uh, managed to pull a dupe Solskjaer. So Ollie is definitely at the wheel. <laughs> that Freddo is, uh, you're definitely red listed for that. And also <laughs> joining us is our fellow Fokker, fellow member of the First Owners Club. It is Tommy. Tommy, evening, mate. Evening, mate. Uh, good to be back, guys. Plenty of content to talk about, like you said. And uh, I had a nice dairy milk. Oh, there we go. There you go. Maybe that's the showdown we need. Dairy milk versus Freddo. Although they're pretty much the same thing, aren't they? I think this one just looks like a frog, doesn't it? Freddo just tastes better though. I don't know what it is. Uh, definitely. And the Tazo. Oh, the Tazo oh, was an underrated uh cheap snack as well. And what did you have today, Wimby? Uh I've just got uh I had a white chocolate snowman. Oh I like white chocolate as well. Jealous yeah. now. Anyway, the very fact that we are talking so much about Advent calendars should give you a little bit of a hint that um we haven't been blessed with a great deal of FIFA Ultimate Team content since we brought you Friday's show. Unfortunately, the guys over in Vancouver have either taken a, you know, a gentle weekend off or they've decided to, you know, give us a bit of a break after the Black Friday deluge. We have, however, had the first showdowns of the year. Now, if you are new to foot, these are basically twin SBCs that are released. You can do one or both if you so choose. And the key is it's based on a real life football game and the winning team, the player from the winning team will get a plus two boost. If it is a draw, they will both get plus ones. And gents, the first two players picked are from the Bayern Munich against Barcelona Champions League game this week. I believe it's a Wednesday night game. And it is Nicolas Sula, the Bayern Munich centre-back and his fellow centre-back Gerard Piquet from Barcelona. Chris, both coming in at 150k, but if you were forced to only do one, which would you be taking and why? Um, from my point of view, I would do PK. 
because I currently have a, a, a Mendy at left back at the moment uh, next to Diop. So for me, it's just purely for squad building would be PK. Um, I have to say, I do like the photo that they've actually put on him. Uh, as well, if you look at his uh, dynamic image, he's definitely got some sort of Instagram filter on there or he's had some work done at the, in the summer because there's not one wrinkle on that boy's face and he must be a decent age now for sure. Yeah, he's not uh, not spring chicken anymore, is Mister PK? Although, you know, he, you know, he's he's, he's not he's not past it by any stretch of imagination. At thirty four, I say, sat here as a thirty five year old. Um, <laughs> as I said, one hundred and fifty k for this card looks nice and well rounded. But Tommy, the one thing that stands out to me about this card that for me is just a complete deal breaker is the work rates. He's got medium defensive, high attacking. Yeah, um, I've done I've done both the cards, but I've only played uh, one game with PK. And the thing I was watching on, because I was trying to watch him off the ball, and he does like to bomb forward a little bit when you get the ball and you're counter-attacking. So, but all in all, it does look a great card, actually, even if it doesn't get the upgrade. Yeah, he's got lots, as I said, a nice well-rounded card. He's got 80 pace, 81 acceleration, 80 sprint speed, maybe not top, top tier in the pace category, but course there is that tantalizing prospect of a plus two but it's it's all round stats i mean he's got decent dribbling so you'd feel comfortable with him at the back the defensive stats are all there high you know 87 sliding tackle is the lowest of the key defensive stats physicality is there as well again 85 plus all round and he's got decent passing as well 76 vision 85 short passing 85 long passing Chris, could you make an argument for this as, you know, maybe put him in your team and then chuck him in as a, a CDM? Oh, I think so, especially against the plus two. I mean, I think that's there. You know, he's he's got, you look at his balance, you always look at that, you put a CDM in there because you're going to get moved about a fair bit. So, yeah, I think that's probably, yeah, either that, I say, centre back, I think he's going to do pretty well, but he, he does need that plus two, I think, to make him uh, worthwhile. And, uh, I don't know how good Barcelona are playing at the moment to get that plus two, to be honest with you. Inconsistent. Uh, they had their first defeat under Xavi at the weekend. They lost 1-0, I think, to Betis. Um, but this is a key game for them. They need a result, whereas Bayern are already through. I think they've already got top spot in the group sewn up. So there is a, a slight speculation. They had that bruising game against Dortmund as well at the weekend. So there is a kind of a bit of a speculation Maybe Bayern are going to play some of the reserves, some of their you know fringe players, which might just open the door for this. I mean, Tommy, you know, you've said you've done both, but did the result play any factor into who uh, decided to do both or either of these? Well, I did. Uh, I believe it's Nicholas, isn't it, Sule? Mm. Um, I did him first, and I used him for ten weekend league games. So that was purely because of, like. Chris said before, that's the card that fits in my squad. And it's also guaranteed, I would say, if Bayern put out a first team, it's almost guaranteed the plus two. But um, they're both fairly good, decently priced, aren't they? And the other, the thing I was looking at with um, PK is, we might get a flashback Danny Alves this year, because he's actually re-signed to Barcelona. Yeah, good point. Then it might be a team of the year flashback. So even if he saves an AA, that might be the best link you're going to get for Danny Alves in the game. Which kind of makes it, if you've got the spare coins, so we're talking if you've got a decent amount of coins, it's 140, 150k, probably well spent on a gamble. 
Yeah, and I mean, if you you know do have a feeling that you know Sula and Bayern are going to win this game, or even PK, if you feel that strongly, you know, a ninety-rated piece of fodder down the line when you know the right SBC hits is going to creep up to around eighty k value. So, and considering you'll get some packs as well out of this in the long run, this card might actually end up paying for itself. I mean, you get a rare Electrum players pack and a small prime gold players pack from doing this. So when you factor that into account, and I said if they do get the upgrade as well, I don't think you can really lose too many coins on this. I mean, digging a bit deeper into Sula, he is the quicker of the two. He's got 83 pace with 84 acceleration and 83 sprint speed. The work rates are medium-medium. So if you've used, say, for example, David Alaba, you could expect a similar kind of movement from him. Decent stats, again, defending-wise, everything above 84. Physicality, everything's above 80, except bizarrely jumping, which is only 40. However, given the fact he's six foot five, he's not going to need to jump very high to uh, to win the ball. Passing, not quite as good as PK. Uh, the shooting, you certainly don't want him popping up in the box, although he does have 84 shot power. Uh, the agility at 62, balance at 56, perhaps not ideal as well. Uh, and Tommy, the only other thing with Sula that, slightly puts me off is the composure down at 81 um yeah that's what i thought as well but like i said i've used him now probably in total for 20 games um and he is brilliant honestly few of the complaints i i well, not complaints things i heard i seen and heard on youtube were being six foot five he, he might not feel like he's got the 94 sprint speed with the plus 10 um because he's going to take, it's going to feel like he's it's slower getting up to those speeds, and also people said he's still going to turn like a truck, which we all know about the famous Baran with his low balance and agility was the best defender in one of the last two Fifas, wasn't he? And this card honestly is uh, well, it's phenomenal as an eighty-eight in my opinion, and the composure. I I normally if I if I'm over eighty. On the centre back, that's my minimum point. So he's kind of just in there for now. Yeah, I mean, both of them highly upvoted on Footbin. About four and a half thousand upvotes for both, and around about five six hundred down. So overwhelmingly positive feedback. Uh, Chris, is anything uh, that Tommy said swaying you to uh, perhaps pick up both? Well, I must admit, I was looking at Sula, I thought this is what happens when you put a, give legs to a transit van because he just looks like, an, you know, the word unit springs to mind, um, you know, six foot five. And as I say, I'm just playing about with the chem cells. I was going to ask, actually, ask Tommy what he put on. I'm looking at Anchor, um, takes his strength to 99 aggression and he's defending pretty much all of the 90s and pace boost as well. Uh, looks really good. So if it, the truth of the matter, I think the smart money probably is on Bayern. As Bayern we're talking about, they don't like to lose any games. Um, you know, a big club like that. So I think I was going to go for one of them. It definitely would be the Sula one. Just doesn't fit my team, but I think the word unit just comes to mind. I don't, is that how he looks like in game, Tommy? Yeah, he's just an absolute tank. Um, the best example I can give you, mate, is I was running player by player with Cristiano Ronaldo, who I would say on FIFA is fairly strong. And he absolutely, you just press shield and you body him. It's, it's, and, and you've got the pace now to kind of keep up if you're in the right position. It's just oh. this card, though, in real life, he does he does get played at right back quite a lot for Bayern Munich, and it's like similar to the Pavard card. Um, 
where EA have given, for some reason, their standard goal card really low pace. But if you're playing fullback in real life, there's not many people at that level where you'll see who are slow playing fullback. So I wouldn't say he's an 85 pace player in real life, but this is probably more realistic to how fast he actually is. Mm-hmm. And what what Kim still do you play on him then? What have you got on him? You, you basic well, or... being, yeah, being centre back, mate, it's just got to be a shadow, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Cliche, so ball... but it's for a reason. Yeah. But the... Well, you've got to keep up with those those Mbappes, haven't you? That's the thing. <laughs> and and does he get caught out with it over the ball, you know, that, that through ball over the top? Is he good at that point of view? Is he you know, do you bash the, the striker he's, as he's going through? He's probably the best centre back I've used so far, but for, for people in the podcast, obviously we're first owners, so uh-huh. you, you're limited to. You're not exactly using Maldini's every every night, but from what I've used so far, he's the best. He's better than he's a lot better than the flashback Chiellini, which I also thought was a good card, but he's miles better than that card. Okay. Certainly, food food for thought. I mean, Sula's one that I almost want to do just to stash away, um, kind of like what you were saying. Uh, we're stashing PK away. Um, in that, you know, there's going to be a great Davies card at some point. Mm-hmm. You know, the likes of Goretzka, always likely to get a, a super saucy card at some stage. It's just really nice for linkage as well. You've got the likes of Stegen as a goalkeeper in um, La Liga as well. So it just provides nice linking opportunities down the line. But both these available till six o'clock on Wednesday. So as we record this around eight o'clock on Tuesday night, so you've got around 22 hours to go. So I said 150k and they can be yours. Uh, we've also had one other SBC that was released on Sunday, the latest member of the team of the group stage crew. That was Lucas Mayer. That's how I'm choosing to pronounce it anyway, I believe. The German striker from Werder Bremen, if you you know need a strong link to Sula. 87 rated card, coming in at around about 140k. Chris it, this looks a nice card, but unfortunately, there's not a lot that makes it really stand out to the point that you would go and spend 140,000 coins on it. No, and, and I was a bit dismayed because it's another striker, you know, on top of Banza, Benzema, you know, the, the Haller card again on Friday, which was, you know, the same, the same release as well. I don't know why they keep getting a striker after striker after striker. Um, between, you know, and again, 138,000, I think you'd be better doing your Sula card if you're going to use it. You've got spare fodder lying out there. And as you say, there's nothing really too much on this card that stands out. He's a three-star skills, four-star weak foot, six-foot-one. But the thing I noticed was medium-medium on an attacker. Again, that just seems to me to be a bit of a red flag. Um, high and stocky body as well. Nah, I think this is probably a, a big L, this one. I mean, Tommy, all links aside, I look at this card and you can either do Ozerman for free or you can spend 150, no, 130 to 150k on Maya. For me, there's only one winner. Yeah, and this is the uh, free, quote unquote, obviously you're spending your time, but free card, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, I just can't believe the the content's been brilliant lately. But the pricing of this card, when you've released two, arguably two of the better centre backs and non-icon centre backs in the game, the pricing of this is horrific. So even if it was a good card, I wouldn't go near it. <laughs> it's, 
Yeah, I mean, look, it's a good it's crazy. It's, yeah, I mean, look, it's one of those cards that if you packed, or if this was a free squad battles card, like uh, Ozzyman, I, well, I mean, Ozzyman's an online game mode, so, you know, you've got the usual toxicity to try and get around, but if, if Mayo was, you know, the squad battles objective, I don't think you would complain too much, because this very much seems to me like a squad battles objective card. Uh, as Chris mentioned, that medium-medium work great, four-star weak foot, three-star skills, yeah, okay, six foot one, He's got the outside the foot shot trait. He's got the flare trait. No finesse in there. Composure, okay. Okay to slightly above average at 83. Passing, meh, needs a bit of a boost. Uh, the finishing, high 80s, which again at this stage in the game, is that even really good enough? 91 shot power is nice. Um, yeah, you can certainly take a penalty with 97 pens. The pace, good sprint speed at 94, but the acceleration is 86, so it's going to take a while to get up to top speed. The one thing I suppose you could say going for this card, Chris, is that Bundesliga not massively blessed with striking options. No, not at all. But I think as well, I think you have to look at it as well as the, the passing, as well the curve and, and crossing. Because I mean, I think in this game you need you need an all out sort of player as well. Um, yeah, so Bundesliga probably there'll be some. It's always a good league actually, especially found about you know getting to go to team of the season. There's always some decent bargains to be had. Foot birthday as well. But when you mentioned Osman, I'm just going to say very quickly that Osman is very easy to do. You'll knock the off in an hour or two um, if you've got a decent Serie A side, 77 rated. Of course, his managerial masterpiece. It's pretty easy and it looks like a really good card when you compare the two. Um, I don't think uh, Lucas is going to last your team very long either. If you do him, I think he'll be gone by the time you know, we get through a uh, freeze. Yep, so again, one, I think the three of us are sort of saying stay away from, again, if you need a fodder dump, if you run a Bundesliga side, or if he's just one of your favourite players, by all means go and do it. But, I, you know, we've got foot freeze coming around the corner very soon, and that is going to bring daily SBCs. I would very much encourage everyone to hold their fodder, because I do think better cars than this are coming. And as Chris said, go do Ozzyman in the space of an hour for an 86-rated card that does pretty much the same thing. Again, all links taken out. Um, before I get on to the additions from the team of the group stage that we had, the four new players, uh, just to quickly round up the other SBC content that we've had over the past couple of days. Tonight, we had a, a bizarre couple of SBCs, really. One sort of traditional, we had an 85-plus rated um, SBC to do where you get... Uh, you know, one eighty-five plus rated player coming in at twenty-three k to do again. If you want to, you know, if you're you know first owners club like us, it's the kind of gamble that you have to take. Um, be prepared though. I, I watched a pack opening video and there were a lot of Devries in there, um, a lot of cooler ballies. Um, this doesn't seem to be paying out massively, but you know, you don't buy, you don't win the raffle if you don't buy a ticket. But the one that's bizarre to me, Tommy, is that they've released this seventy-five plus player pick for a chance of one of three rare gold players rated 75 or higher. But this is not repeatable. You, is this an error? Possibly. Um, <laughs> half the time, we don't really know what's going on in their head, do we? So <laughs> Maybe they've meant it for some bizarre reason, like it's got a real high payout rate, if we're going to call it that. I hope not, because yeah, I've got, got an 83 from it. Well, that's all right for a 75 plus pick, isn't it? Yeah, but for a one-off. <laughs> not like I got Mbappe. I haven't, I haven't actually done any of the uh, SBCs tonight, so uh, I can't comment that much on it, but 
I I would have assumed normally they they are repeatable, aren't they? Yeah, I mean the seventy five plus pick is is three k, so it's absolutely worth doing. Um, again, just for the gamble, the eighty five plus pick again, I can understand if people want to be a bit. Is an eighty three rated squad with an inform, so again at twenty three k, I can understand if people are a bit more, bit you know, a bit more dubious, a bit more. It's a it's a pack though, isn't it? It's not a pick. Yeah, it's just a pack. The eighty five plus is just yeah, yeah you get uh, who you get. See, if it was a pick, I would have done it, but for a pack, I'm not really a. Like you said, there's too many low rated cards you can get, really, isn't there? Chris, are you well, doing low, uh, low value cards? Sorry. No, Ab- no, absolutely. Uh, Chris, are you doing either of these? I'll do a seventy-five one, but uh, the price of the eighty-five is just astronomical. To be honest with you, um, no, I think the seventy-five will do. And again, I think it's probably an error on their part. Uh, there wasn't much content last night really either. So, um, yeah, definitely do the seventy-five. But that's better. I don't think the eighty-five plus is too bad. I think most, you know, at the cost of an eighty-six is around about nine, between nine and 13, 14K, depending on who you get. So chances are, you you know, you're going to make at least 50% of your money back. But again, you know, if you're, you know, left with a DeVry, has it really been worth it? An 85 DeVry. So can understand caution. I think I'll do it um, just as something to do. I'll, I'll grind some league SBCs and chuck some fodder in there. But yeah, I would not be surprised at all to see the 75 plus released. This does seem like an error to me. I can't understand why it would just be a one-off. Maybe it was 80-plus rated um, for a pick, but for 75-plus rated, it, it it just seems odd. So um, we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, and also one for Ingvi. We had the uh, Jorge, Jorge Campos kit set out, uh, which will cost you 11K to do and looks very, uh, very colourful, Chris. Yes, very colourful. For not a particularly great goalkeeper. Yes. Um, I agree. Let, let's move on then. Uh, I mentioned the fact we have had four new players from the team of the group stage promo. They are Anthony from Ajax. We have Liverpool's Trent Alexander-Arnold, Bruno Fernandes or Fernandes from Manchester United and uh, Toko Kambe, who plays for Lyon, I do believe, in Liga. And he is uh, represented from the Europa League rather than, yeah, Lyon, represented from the Europa League rather than the Champions League. Tommy, one obvious name stands out for me, especially when talking to you, that is Bruno Fernandes. Given a plus two boost, a lot of people had moved away from this card in the early game, but has this brought him right back into being one of the top tier cards? I was, I was just looking at uh, all the stats before we come on, and he does look brilliant, but like you're saying, I just don't, I don't see anybody really running Bruno Fernandes at all at the moment. So, um, it might be a case of if you pack him, you're going to play him, but maybe uh, he's not the flavour of the month anymore. Chris, it's a card that's going to cost you anywhere between 850 and a million coins, depending on your console or PC of choice. Again, as I said, a 90 rated card. It's hard to pick a real fault, though, when you, you, know, when you look, look at the stats. No, no, the only thing I was quite surprised actually, because he, he does seem to be a really good card in game, is a three star weak foot. You know, we were, and people were quite, you know, down on Salah, player of the month card for being three star weak foot. I was really surprised, but he's high, high. Um, but his stats just look amazing. The only thing that kind of put me off is the three star weak foot and probably the price as well at uh, just under a million. Um, but, you know, a great card and always one that plays really well in game. 
yeah, chuck an engine on this card. It becomes a 92 rated CM. You know, boosts an engine boosts all of his passing, uh, except for free kick accuracy up, but above 95. Um, puts, you know, his agility 87, balance 91, dribbling 95. So he's going to get a ball or get himself into the right positions. But then I suppose it's, as you say, is that three-star weak foot. Going to do the job. 91 shot power is going to make up for a lot of that. Um, and, you know, he's got the flare shot trait as well, outside the boot shot trait. So, I mean, again, this looks like a fantastic card, but is it, you know, Tommy, is any card worth, you know, 800 odd thousand coins more than the gold? Well, I was just going to ask you guys the same question. Would you be willing to pay that kind of money for this card? I wouldn't. Not when you're looking at the value of the two showdown SBCs, I know they're centre backs. And then you've got your icon SBCs you can do, or Chong at left wing for 80k. I know they're all different positions, but when you go stat relevant, an 80k Chong to a million, well, you're saying 800k to a million coin Bruno Fernandez. I just can't justify paying it. No, they've given him a, a plus three pace, plus two in the shooting, plus two passing, plus two dribbling, plus three defensive, and plus three physicality. Um, the, the plus two aspect, Chris, does make me think. I, my, my general rule is I will never pay above the odds for a plus one, but a plus two I will consider it. I do think that I do think that this will become a meta centre midfielder for a lot of pro teams. I think I think so, but I think as well though you've got the the Bernardo Silva card sitting at eighty nine, um, and I think if it's you know pretty much due a plus one as well because I think they're going to qualify Man City. And yeah, he's, he's start, guaranteed. He's, so at the moment, stats wise, in total in game stats, he's about two, but one one seventy behind. But he's quicker. You know what I mean? And uh, I think when that comes in, he probably will leave this card behind. Uh, saying that he's got a three-star weak foot again and if you look to the way he played at the weekend there, I don't think he's got any weak foot at all um, but there, no, I think again, Bruno Fernandes, always a very popular card, just the price I think may put people off, it's a lot of coins to sink in and uh, if the market goes the wrong way you could be looking at some heavy losses Yeah um, again, one that I think you very much hope to pack rather than going out into the market and buying. Um, as mentioned, other cards. Uh, we'll stay with the, in the Premier League for the time being. Um, Tommy, Trent Alexander-Arnold, a defender that, again, never pops up in a lot of teams. But this card now, you know, he, he's already had an 80... This, so this card is rated 89. He's already had an 89-rated rule breaker. Which of the two cards would you actually have? Because the rule breaker is a lot quicker than this. What was the... Uh... I was going to say, I've got the most, this newest one up, and it looks brilliant, to be honest. I did try the Rule Breakers one, but I can't remember what stats they decreased. So, so sorry, go on, Chris. I was just going to say, the, the, the big difference is uh, six pace. So the current card that's out at the moment has got six pace 84. less. Yeah. Yep, 84 against 90, and then 90 passing in the current card against 83 passing. Um, and 100,000 coins difference as well between the Rule Breakers and the uh, Team of the group stage. That's the big difference, mm. I think. But because I believe the defensive stats are very similar, then aren't they? Yes. Uh, this remember, current card used, edges it. Yeah, I did use the uh, rule breakers card, the loan version, and I'm pretty sure I had around 85 defensive awareness off my head. It was very similar. But all in all, 
I'm not sure what card I'd rather have because uh, you're just trading pace for passing, like you said. It's just whatever one you, what I would prefer to pass and the higher pass, that's myself because of how I play. But yeah. there would be a lot of people that would opt for the faster fullback and to lose the passing. It's, it's purely a preference in that regard, I guess. Yeah, I if I played a you know a basic back four with stay back wing backs, then I think I would be tempted to take this current card because he does have the slight edge in the defensive categories, and so therefore you know I would I would take it. But you know if I was the attacking minded, maybe I would go for the pacey version. Um, I don't quite understand the eighty k discrepancy other than. Uh, scarcity, I guess, of the of the rule breakers, but yeah, I, I don't think there's a lot in it. I think I think as well as you know the the pace you can you know change by a shadow, can you? Because you don't need to change much of those stats, especially that passing being so good. You know, he's crossing at ninety four, uh, curve at eighty nine. You know, you can put a uh, you put a shadow on him. You, you're not going to notice the pace difference too much. You know, he goes to a 92 acceleration this card and 95 sprint speed. Um, I think it's if you look at the price of the two, you'd have to see that potentially the blue card is quite a good investment because once it goes out of packs, depending on what comes in the future, you might see that card rise considerably. Certainly options. And I think the good thing is for those of you looking to buy them on the market, I think the fact that the other one exists will keep the price of both of these affordable. So I think you're always going to have uh, going to have an option to pick up. Uh, the other two players, I'll start with the other one from the Champions League. Now, we've already had one highly rated right winger from Ajax released recently. And now we have another in Anthony, 86 rated right winger, Brazilian. So plays for Ajax, five star skills, three star weak foot, very much like his compatriot, David Neres. Um, 202,000 coins, Tommy. Again, who are you going to pick? Who are you going to have? Are you going to have Anthony or going to have Neres? I'd go Neres, but uh, I just want to say what a boring card this is. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's like, they might as well be twin brothers at this point. <laughs> it's it him a massive missed opportunity, doesn't it? Yeah. It's just, like I said, I think EA have had a brilliant week of content, but I just, this card turned up and I just thought, I'm not even interested in it. When you've got an SBC that you've got 60 days to craft, and then you've got something to... I'd rather just craft the card slowly and not spend the coins in, in theory, if it works out like that. It is a good card, but it's again as if you pack it, it's good. Are you going to go and spend 200k on this card? Probably not. No, and you have the negative as well, long-term effects, if you were thinking of it as fodder as well, as it's only an 86-rated card. Compared to Neres, who is 88 rated. I mean, stats-wise, Neres has it by four on total stats. And face stats are very, very close. There is nine in it. Anthony's a little bit quicker. Uh, and Neres gives you a bit more in the passing and shooting category. Chris, same question to you. I mean, is there any reason to go and pick Anthony over Neres? Absolutely other, other... none. Absolutely none. You, just basically what they've done is they've taken the card, changed the dynamic image, dropped it down by two and changed the colour. I mean, it's it's five star skill moves, three star weak foot. Um, Anthony always seems to be a great card in game, but never really uh, comes to fruition. The Neres card I've come up against him a few times since it's been out, and it does seem like a really 
quite a, a pacey light card as well. So, yeah, and, and the way the market is at the moment, I would certainly be stick my fodder into the areas and keep my coins, unless you are having to pack them. Yeah, I mean, look, Anthony does have a slightly better set of work rates. He's got high attacking, medium defensive, whereas Neres is medium, medium. The benefit, of course, as well with Anthony is the fact that, yes, you can pay 200,000 coins for him, but you will get some of that back as opposed to Neres, who will only retain value as fodder. And as mentioned, you know, an 88-rated card, probably going to peak at around, oh, I don't know, 50k mm-hmm. when it comes to being a fodder. So chances are Anthony will be quite highly, you know, I can imagine him staying above 100k for at least a while. So, you know, in terms of an investment, you will get a bit more back for Anthony. But again, I agree with you, Tommy. Just seems why they haven't even bothered to release it as like a left wing card or a central uh, card. Just another thing to add on the fact that they've copied and pasted a little bit is they've got the same traits. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like you said, the best thing they could have done with this card is put it left wing, especially after the Haller SBC. Yeah, you could have three. That would have given you a really fun front three, but it's just like unless you're playing I think it's one of the five at the back formations with the two right mids. You're not even going to get both of these cards in. Yeah. So we'll follow this one under, under missed opportunity then. Um, and rounding out the recently released cards, the four new editions we've had in packs, is the man from Leon. It is uh, Toko Akambi. I think he's had a couple of, did he have a couple of special cards last year? Yeah, he certainly, is, uh, he's certainly been in a few times. And he said, I really, uh, the reason I know so much about him is actually, we're actually in the same group, Rangers, as uh, Topo Okambe, and he scored that absolute wonder goal with Ibrox, and he's had a really good uh, Europa League. Um, and uh, to be fair, it looks a great card. Uh, oh, the four we've talked about tonight, this is probably the one that's piqued my interest the most, especially coming in at 18,000 uh, on the PlayStation and uh, just slightly short of that on the Xbox. Yeah, cheapest chips, three-star skills, four-star weak foot. He's got the finesse shot trait, which is nice. Um, Tommy, is this card, though, good enough to um, worm its way into your team if you're competing at the top levels? Probably not. Um, I say that probably not because most people won't give the card the chance. Um, played against this card just before I come on, before we started recording tonight. And it was actually such a difficult card to play against. It's got 81 balance, and the guy was left stick dribbling like it was uh, Neymar Messi. Mm-hmm. Which I, I don't know if that's credit to the player controlling him, but for the stats that the card's got, and he's quite a big, quite a big guy as well. When you look at the in-game model, just like for eight, like Chris said, 18k. I think it looks a brilliant card. Definitely, when you can. Sorry, I'm when we sorry, I was going to say, especially when you consider Mark, uh, you know, managerial masterpiece, you will get to sneak one 84 rated card in. And you can imagine if it's a league in one, like we've had Osman one come in as well, he's going to terrorize, you know, your uh, 75 Tamoris and all that as well. So that's, Chris, you know. Do you want me to tell you something? Mm-hmm. You could put an 86 and an 85 in. <laughs> I, I so wish you I knew how to do it, mate. You can have Toto Canby and an 87 rated player. Which, if you think is a, fr- if you put him up front then with an eighty-seven rated striker, you're gonna have some real fun in manager or masterpiece. I'm <laughs> <laughs> eager to build my squads for me, mate, because I'm terrible at it. I get like an eighty rated, and I'm suddenly seventy-eight at the moment. So I'm certainly doing something wrong. But uh, to me, this card's a striker card as well. I don't think he's a left midfielder. I think he's a striker. You know, if you put a 
a finisher on him. He goes to a 92 rated striker and uh, the main, you know, finishing 99 shot power, 99 position, 95. And as Tommy says, with that balance, etc., and agility, it's going to be a great card, I think. Also, high low work rates, four star mm-hmm. week foot. What's not to like about this card for the money for the what is on the market? Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, and you can um, strong link him to Lucas Paqueta, the league on player of the month who is still out there gives you a few soft links as well um if you have the informed Sadio Mane for example get a nice soft link there so and obviously you're plenty in Liga and to work him into your team with so lots to like about it a decent price um I've noticed that the prices of a lot of these low rated team of the uh team of the group stage are a bit higher than normal and I think that's because of what happened to the Signature Stars players. Um, because the Signature Stars players were needed for SBCs, you know, they, you know, even the, the so-called worst cards rocketed up. So I think there's a bit of a groundswell of investment at the lower levels of these. Um, I don't necessarily, you know, considering we are at now Monday, I don't necessarily think we're going to see an SBC that requires one of these players. Perhaps there's a party bag. But I think if there's a party bag, then it will be a player from any of these promos that will be in the party bag um, that will be needed. But look, again, the closer you get these cards to discard for an investment opportunity anyway, you know, at worst, if you know, if you pick up an Akambe for 18,000 coins, you know, it's discards around 10k. So it's an 8k gamble at the worst. So just a, a quick thing on the investing front. But that, uh, yeah, that wraps up wraps up the content, gents. Nice, nice short, sharp hit there. But Chris, before we you know, sail off, I understand you've got a question for us. Well, just with foot freeze around the corner, hopefully with Santa coming as well. Um, I was just wondering, you know, normally as a, a positional change as well, promo. What card would fit your team with a positional change? So, which card would you like to see in foot freeze that's going to fit your team for chem? And uh, what position would it be? Tommy? I've gone for Anaki Williams at left back. Ooh. Ooh. So I want the Spanish link to PK's new card. And I want the physicality that Anaki Williams provides. And then just lose everything like the attack and status and boost the defence. That's my uh, simple answer. I like it. I am going to go for, and I can't fit him in my team at the moment, but I would like to, Marcus Acuna to get the same position change that he did at the end of FIFA 21 and to be a central player. Wait there, wait, wait. That's a cop-out. It's not a (laughs) cop-out. It's what I would like. To be fair, it's it's a season of goodwill, so when we can, it's his choice, so... Yeah, we'll let you have this, mate. (laughs) Or, uh, otherwise, uh, I would like a Pender to be a winger because it would be easier to try and crowbar him into the team because that card, the Eredivisie milestone objective, that guy is an amazing super sub and I'd love to get him in my team. Nice. Nice. That's about it, Chris. Who who would you have? Curtis Jones. Uh, okay. Scouse, Scouse Socrates play him in a five at the back as a centre back and uh, I believe there's a function that you can put his play as striker so I'd have him as an attacking sweeper 
I, I missed that card from last year. And I'd love to get him to see a foot freeze as a centre-back. I think that would be a great card. Bring the ball out, spray passes about like Beckham, but definitely the scouts Socrates for me. Uh, Pavo, who's listening in the live in the Discord again, a perk you get if you are one of our patrons at patreon.com forward slash foot in review. Uh, you can listen in live to the show. He just says, I like that, Wimby. So there we go. I've got a fan for my Cunha pick. Um, I've got one quick question for you two gents as well, just before we go. And it's about leaks because we've had a lot of leaks already for foot freeze. We've had a lot of leaks throughout this game cycle so far. I, you know, do, First of all, do you two take in the leaks or do you deliberately try and avoid them, Chris? I like to avoid them, Wimby. I think it spoils the game a wee bit for me. So I like to avoid them. But I have to say, the ones or two I have seen have been pretty much on the nose. So there certainly is a, a leaky bucket somewhere in the at the moment. But yeah, I try and stay away from them. It's a bit of fun not knowing what's coming around the corner. Tommy, what about you? Do you, do you seek these guys out or do you actively try and avoid leaks? Uh, I deleted my my Twitter account last year because I wanted to avoid it so much. It got to that point. Um, at the moment, though, is yeah. I just if it's five thirty for a six pm promo, I don't mind. I might have a, if someone's put in the Discord that so and so is coming out. I might double check it, but I won't. I I will try not to look at it until at least like ten minutes, fifteen minutes, half an hour before a promo because otherwise it just ruins everything. Anticipation wise. I don't mind looking at them because I like to, especially with something like foot freeze and being a Fokker, I don't mind because it enables me to possibly hold back. So maybe I think, okay, well, I don't do Sula because I've seen X player is coming out. But at the same point, I do think it's a bit of an issue because it's going to start affecting the market and it is going to start warping things. So EA should probably be, be tightening things up because it's not good that so much is getting out. There's um, one new Twitter account now, isn't there, which is uh, it's basically 100% accurate at the moment. Mm. And I think he's... I can't remember that. I cannot remember the name off the top of my head, but I think it gained ten or 20,000 followers in the space of, like, a week. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely insane. Is, is, certainly, is, sorry, go on. So it certainly did affect Foot Birthday, remember last year? It really affected Foot Birthday. I think we were all scunnered by that point and it did affect the market. That's um, when I um, deleted my uh, Twitter, Chris, because you couldn't, no matter what, if if you follow a lot of FIFA content on Twitter, you couldn't, mm-hmm. you literally could not, unless you're muting certain words, you couldn't, you couldn't get away from the leaks at that point. That's, they were, everybody was leaking. Or retweeting, yeah. or which kind of ruined it because, especially if you're an old school player, like foot birthday or uh, an event where you get daily SBCs, you kind of look forward mm-hmm. to the surprise. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because yeah. we all knew Renato Sanchez was coming out, didn't we? So, um, and that I think just about wraps up. Although I have noticed uh, just now, actually, that EA have added a, a cheeky little plus button next to FIFA points on the web app. If you go onto the internet, you didn't be able to use to add points um, via the web app. So they've, they've added that, which doesn't apply to me as a fucker, but um, interesting that they've added that. Has that been there a while or have I only just noticed it? I wouldn't know being a fucker. Yeah. I'm exactly the same. Yeah, it's not a place I normally visit. No, but uh, again, just a... Uh, 
just enables those of you, those people who may be uh, maybe thinking about it. I'm surprised it's taken them this long. Anyway, that does uh, just about wrap up the show. One final thing to mention, Tommy. I think I'd be remiss without uh, giving you a massive GGS um, for some a astonishing pack luck over the past couple of weeks, and B as well a, a really good achievement in weekend league as well for you. Yep. Cheers, mate. I uh, I actually worked out before I come on the podcast how much money or coins I made this week off a weekend league. And it was 780k. So that's that was how good my pat leg was. <laughs> well, again, GG's, mate. It, it, you got Vinny Jr. We, we, you sold him. Were you not tempted to keep him? Nah, it's, it's over 500k. Uh, between that, my team of the week packs, I made about 78k. And I got, for rank one, obviously, I got two lots of team of the week packs. So, first 500k. I started the weekend with 20k coins. So, if you're giving me a 500k card alone, <laughs> I'm selling that and using the coins for SPCs, etc. I do not blame you. Uh, my team of the week pack was probably the worst I've had all year. And I literally only opened it because in cracking through bronze packs, it actually adds another tab if you've got packs left over. And it was taking me ultimate laziness it was taking me too long to stretch my thumb over to go over to classic packs so i I thought thought i'll crack open my team of the week pack and for my sins uh was given a 78 an 80 and an 82 so uh that's uh was it the devil makes work for idle hands or something like that exactly chris did you uh before we go did you play weekend league or not no, I am I am the yin to your yang, Tommy. So I tried twice to qualify and got four wins each time, and uh, um, I have zero pack luck. Uh, I'm currently sitting with four cards I can't get rid of. I'm desperate for some sort of SPC account. So yeah, uh, you guys are doing no too bad. I'm struggling a little bit. Somehow I've managed to wander into Division One. Uh, I think I took a wrong door somewhere, and I'm now currently in Division One, uh, trying to get to elite if I can. I was, I was having a bit of a chat with uh, Shack Attack, who you may remember from this very fine show, our resident trading guru, because um, I had the same problem as him this week. Is when I got to eight wins, I just couldn't crack on. I got to seven and two at one stage, and I just couldn't crack on to 12 wins, Tommy, because something in my head just flicks now as soon as I get to eight, where I think it's job done. How do you mentally sort of drill yourself on to those higher tiers? Well, funny enough, I actually went seven and three in my first ten games, um, and the way I've approached every weekend league from week one is I play to eight wins, which I tend to sweat a little bit. The first few weeks, I was actually giving away about anywhere between ten and eleven games a week because I just thought the rewards are too good at eight to warrant the time to play for like twelve wins. Because I never assumed I'd get 16 wins with the first only team straight away. Um, so like this week, I just played. And then if I... My thing is, mate, I don't stress over it. So if I get to whatever, 14 and 3, and I, I basically play until the rank's unavailable. Yeah. No stress. Because the, the rewards at 8 wins are so good that it's, the, it's probably the first year ever that there's no stress in regards to rewards when you once you get your eight wins which it's the same as your 
uh, rival rewards. Once you get the seven wins, if you're in a game and you're stressing about it, you might as well just leave the game and chill out for the evening because the rewards are so good now for what you actually have to do. Yeah. So it's, to be fair, it's just more stress-free this year. That's my personal opinion. I know that the playoffs are hit and miss for people and they are, even I find the playoffs are harder than the actual weekend league. 100% agreed. Something EA need to figure out, but once you're in the weekend league, as Chris would know, would know himself, the rewards are really good for what you do. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think, you know, they, they all need to look at it. The season's got what, I think it finishes two weeks on Friday. It feels quite quick, actually, this season. So just for people who are out there, I think it's Christmas Eve or something like that that the, the actual season finishes. So, you know, bash on that. For me, you know, we could sit here for ages and talk about the ladder system. You know, you know, are you if you're in the elite division, does that make you an elite player? I don't know. That's maybe a conversation for a later date. But uh, once you eventually get to uh, champs and that is, is the rewards are great and getting to eight's fairly fairly easy to do. Um, I just like to make the qualification a bit easier for me somehow. Chris, I'll answer your question very succinctly. Are you an elite player if you get to an elite? No, because I'm an elite and I'm definitely not an elite player. <laughs> um, and I've got there off the back of a lot of co-op, some wins myself. Um, but it's interesting as well, just for those people that do play co-op, by the way, if one of you happens to be an elite and the other doesn't, you, you can only pull elite players into your co-op games. So no matter who's the captain of your team. So again, my mate um, who I play with who isn't in elite is very not happy with me at the moment because all we get is God squads in, in the elite division. So there we go. <laughs> Lesson learned. And uh, I'm sure I will not be getting a Christmas card now. Although he did pull baby Asabio. So I think he's had his, his luck for the uh. year. Come on, can you make me feel any worse than I feel? Right. Bit, the three, you guys, <laughs> I, that card for anyone out there. If you have three million coins, <laughs> I don't. But if you do, <laughs> spend it on that man. He finishes everything. Um, but look, we, we we've we've talked enough, and I know we could go on. I want to have a proper fucker catch up in the next, probably at the end of the season, where we can discuss our sort of trials and tribulations through the you know the second season. So. I know, Chris, I know you've got to get off. And um, we, as I said, not too much content tonight, so we're going to keep things short and sharp. John is going to be back on Wednesday. Of course, if you do want to sharpen up your games and you haven't got three million coins for your Sabio, please don't go and, um, you know, waste. Look, again, if you've got all the disposable income in the world and you're happy to spend it on FIFA points, that's your own choice. But if you want to catch up and you're feeling under pressure, the best way I could suggest you spend your money is to go speak to the guys at Team Foot Coaching at footcoaching.com. I know from first-hand experience, I had my best ever playoff run, having had a session with John, and again, got got to a great got off to a great start in Weekend League and, and made elite. And I can 110% hand on heart say that a lot of that had to do with some of the very basic things that John uh, walked me through. And again, I can't recommend it enough. There are lots of tiers, lots of different coaching packages available. And they're always happy to talk. So go to uh, footcoaching.com for all of the information. They're also running gift vouchers as well. So again, if you play with a few mates and one of them has been sort of, you know, bemoaning his form and trying to get better, why not invest in that as a, as a Christmas gift for somebody else? Um, that is what I will uh, say about that. And otherwise, again, if you do want to go support us, patreon.com forward slash foot in review. And if, again, if you have, if money is tight, it is Christmas. We appreciate that. And not everyone has a lot of money to spare. Again, go and give us a follow on Twitter at foot in review, or better yet, leave us a five-star review 
over at Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast service you use. Every listen, every review, every comment helps us get that little bit bigger, spread the word, and uh, yeah, just generally make all of us that bit happier. So thank you to everyone who has already done so. Tommy, anything for you to add before we go? No, just a pleasure doing a pod again, lads, and uh, we'll have a reunion at the end of the season for the Fockers. Yeah, Meet the Fockers 4 is coming. Where can people follow you on Twitter? Uh, at T-TotalFoot on Twitter, and I'm in the Discord under Tommy B. And Chris, anything for you to add? No, just uh, we're going to make an announcement, probably trying to organise something for like an festive thing for the Discord. So if you're interested in joining, come along. It's just over a buck a week. Well worth joining. A lot of good help in there from everybody. And uh, uh, all our recent Fockers have had really great packwork as well. Absolutely. And uh, where can people follow you on social media? You'll get me in Foot Review Teddy Bear on Twitter and as I say on our wonderful Discord under Grandpapa Mac. And Chris, it's just dawned on me that we are about 50-odd minutes into the recording here and uh, there's been something missing, mate. Well, I was going to ask you that. Why is does it? Why is this time of year so cold? Why is this time of year so cold? Because it's December. What's <laughs> wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you, mate. Yeah, that is what we go to school for. Um, I am at Wimby on Twitter. You can follow us at Foot in Review. Again, John will be back on Wednesday with another show. So very much encourage you to go and give that a listen. In the meantime, Tommy, what have we got left to do? Drop it. Chris. Drop it. We are going to drop it. Drop it. Interview.